0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Clubhouse. We have a very, very special guest today, and I'm sure you know him. So, But before that, let me introduce myself. My name is Miguel Mendoza with my co-host, Zach Pena. So today, we have one of your favorite local artists.
1: He actually has a song with over 2 million streams. He has another song with over 1.6 million streams. Sheesh! He also opened for Jeremy Zucker in an event. He is a AWIT Award nominee for Best New Male Recording Artist for his song Lovebug. So please welcome Timmy Albert.
2: What's up guys? Thanks for having me. Um, it's yeah. a humbling What's experience up? to be part of the clubhouse right now. I'm the fourth guest. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Shout out to these guys for bringing me on.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, thank you
0: so much for being here also. For Sure, no problem.
1: So, yeah, Timmy, like, how, how has it been in the quarantine, especially like in the music industry? How How's that been like? Uh, it's been a
2: really big challenge, I think, because, um, in terms of like just being part of the music industry, like a big part of it, I'd say, is just gigs, and you know, having the quarantine, you know, it's really like stopped completely like for a while it like really stopped like in terms of just events in general and also like just to be creative it's it's sort of a challenge also because like like well speaking for me sometimes just being an artist parang it's so much easier to write when you like you know you go outside you have more experiences stuff like that so like when you're stuck Mm -hmm. in your room there's only so much you can do but i'm kind of blessed to like still be able to have the same setup i use ever since because i record from home and stuff like that so you know challenge but nothing too hard for me to like you know let go of the dream stuff like that yeah are
0: you are you part of any record label right now
2: yeah right now um i i got signed i think uh 2018 i'm not sure about the year but i've i've been with universal records uh the Mm. sub label mustard for a while Okay, so yeah, they they really
0: helped me out, naman. Um, ever since, yeah, okay, so right. let's start off with your story like, why did you get into the music industry in the first place? Like, did you come to any realization, like, oh, this is for me?
2: Yeah, so as uh, Zach knows this, but my teammate in high school, his name is Manu Guzman. Um, oh, he's yeah. like, uh, yeah, he's a music legend as well. So uh, back in high school, I used to do covers. Lang I was on SoundCloud for like a lot of stuff. So I would just make covers, you know, so, mga simple stuff, lang. And then I would like compete in like all the org events. So like the AC, you know, the those AC, parang competitions, those talent stuff, the yeah. the Savior one, the Eco one, those those things. So I I would you know, I just go around in, in the like private schools and perform and parang i just felt like you know it was on the side Because my focus in high school was just baseball so what eventually like really brought me into like doing this talaga like full time i guess was i got injured senior year i tore my acl so yeah. moving into college that's when i was like i i tried out pa for a while eh. like i was in the training pool for baseball pero you know i like my knee was something else. Like I just it was always in my head whenever like, I'd be running or stuff like that. So I was just like, uh, maybe I'll just stop now. Like maybe it's a sign. Cause that was the same time na parang in my freshman year. Na I performed in the OrseM, what you call this? Parang. I forgot what you call it. But the Orsem thing, na parang, you have the you have people who are performing and then it's like a talent show. Yeah. So okay. I did that and then Parang all my friends were like, oh, are you are you planning on like doing this? Talaga like performing because like a lot of people are like, oh, you can make it, you can make it, you know that thing. Yeah. So, so I was like, isn't I was thinking about it. So I was like, okay, I'll go for it. So inga like that developed into instead of just making covers, I started making originals. Tapos I really like went for it. So parang I I went independently and I found a way to post my things on Spotify. So that's when. That's when like I posted a couple of songs. It didn't do too great. And then maybe I think it was my 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 third or fourth song that I finally released on Spotify. And then it boomed, which was uh Roses and Sunflowers. And that's the one that has like over two million streams now. So apparently that was like my breakthrough song. Yeah. And that's the one that like kind of like really pushed me na saying now, oh I can really do this. And then my follow-up song, Emotions Away, like did good numbers also, which is my second highest stream song, um at like like what Zach mentioned, like one point six million plus. So that's when I was like, okay, okay, okay. Like I can, I can, I can do this. Parang yeah. if I can do this independently or like if I can do this like fresh out the gate, like 2018, uh those type of years. That's when, you know, it really pushed me to like keep going, talaga. So yeah, here I am now, na parang. Years later, like those those things that happened, like getting injured, stuff like that, like my friends telling me to do it. That's what made me like get to where I am now.
1: You you mentioned that you were like starting, you know, performing in private events, making covers. I remember you even performed in, I don't know if you remember Stellar. That was yeah, one yeah, of yeah, my yeah. concerts. Yeah, for my class.
2: KFD, right? KFD. Yeah, yeah. For KFD. Yeah. So
1: you were just starting like this. What what was like what made you, you know, go for that leap? Say, okay, I think I can do this big time. Or, like, were you confident enough? Or was there like this part inside of you saying, I don't know, maybe you know, singing might not be that big here in the Philippines or something like that? Hmm. Yeah, it was was a leap for you. I think
2: that's a good point. I think those KFD events are like one of the things that I'm really thankful for. It really pushed me. how, How do I explain this? Uh those KFT events were like always like a safe place for me to like perform and do my best because parang in the community they knew me na like from Ateneo High School, stuff like that. You're so it was really easy. Yeah, yeah. It was really easy to like perform. And at the same time, um parang I was performing for a group of people that I was really comfortable with. Yeah. So those things just like really helped me as an artist grow because I'd say as a performer, I really grew. Parang before my setup would just be like guitar and then just sing, and then later on, I started to learn more about, like, using Logic Pro, which is, like, Logic Pro is, like, yeah. the next level garage band. Like, using Logic Pro, like, investing in equipment. So, I think it was just adding up now. eventually, I really tried to be my own artist. And I wouldn't say there there's, like, a specific, like, life-changing event, pero music has always been part of my life, talaga, because, like, my parents like they they've always like um they they both know how to play guitar they both like they'd make me sing stuff like that so it's just really like in my blood i guess na parang i really just wanted to go for it and yeah if you, you talked about confidence parang I, I really felt confident in a way na parang if i just work hard at it parang mm-hmm. i can make it somewhere so yeah, yeah it's just that confidence in me talaga like in my head na i, I felt like i could just get further.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you had like a lot of gigs already. You know, you're going to stage performing. Do you get like stage fright? <laughs> I always, when I, whenever people <laughs> ask this, they don't believe
2: me. I always say I don't, like, I never get it. <laughs> and I think it's really from being in baseball. Eh? Like, yeah, if you yeah. think about it this way, Zach, Zach can related with me in baseball, you literally have a one versus nine. Every game. yeah, you are you're, you're, you're it's, in front. You're, yeah, you're in the plate, right? I feel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when like everyone is looking at you. Yeah, everyone yeah. is looking at you. Yeah, so you're literally like a solo person for like maybe like 20 minutes, diba? Yeah. Like you're just standing at the plate. <laughs> so you get used to that anxiety. You get used to that attention. everyone's staring at you. And then every move you make is like documented. So yeah, that kind of helped me. Na parang moving into like performing in stage, parang. As long as you know now you know what you're doing, parang you can't get nervous. And that's my mindset also. Parang if I if I like practice before stuff like that or if I know what I'm doing, then I have no I have no reason naman to like get nervous. So, yeah, that's my mindset naman.
1: So I never really get nervous. Okay. Um at at what point did you get noticed in your music career?
2: Okay, so this is a this is an interesting story. So diba nga, I was like performing on SoundCloud and stuff like that. So uh in my first year of college, so that was twenty seventeen to twenty eighteen, I got I had a one-year contract with One Music PH. One music pH is um it's a sub label, a really, really small thing in ABS C B N. So like I'd I'd still go to ABS C B N, like the headquarters, like I'd go to one of the floors and then I'd like perform their uh for like their, parang, YouTube channel, their Facebook cha- uh Facebook page stuff like that, um, and uh th- they titled it as hashtag be discovered, so that's really where I got quote unquote discovered into the industry, wherein they emailed me to perform like oh like a full set like one hour on their live feed and stuff like that. So that like, uh I'm thankful for like the directors there and everyone there like. Shout out to Sir Alco Guerrero, who's a director in ABS, who really like parang put me under his wing and tried to like help me. But yun nga, like in that one year, it wasn't necessarily like growth in terms of like making original music because like I said, they were a very small label in ABS-CBN. So there were a lot of politics there. So like I wasn't able to use their studio at all. I wasn't able to like talk with any producers, stuff like that. So it was also hard because yun nga, I was a very small artist. So yeah, in terms of like making that leap, uh, that really helped me because it just gave me more opportunities to perform. Because while I was under One Music, I was able to perform in La Union in, a, in an event for ABS-CBN. Like there was a stage on the beach, stuff like that. Oh, wow. And then I was also able to perform in Enchanted Kingdom in one of the events of ABS-CBN. So like there's like a bunch of people, but like they were all like fans for like Inigo Pascual, very special, you know, like the hashtags Marnigo, the love team, and then like big lang, like there's this like young guy that comes in, like no, we want, we want them, we don't want you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you know, but you know, it's still a big crowd, so like it still helped me, yeah,
1: still good exposure. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah I wanna, exactly. I, I wanna ask you about um, since you mentioned you make original music, I'm sure mm-hmm. you have like an inspiration for those types of music. Who or what is your inspiration?
2: Uh, excess currents, um, girls, Uh, okay, okay. Uh, what else? Uh, Friday nights, going to rooftop, uh, going to bad, okay, you know, going to island. (laughs) I don't know, like, also, like, sometimes, like, the way I write songs is like maybe it's like. For sure, it's like an it's an honest experience of mine. And then sometimes I like I'll play around with it. Like if it's a story of my friend, or like if it's if it's an experience that I like know about, then I'll put it in my song. So it's not necessarily it's like like I always tell my friends this, it's not always like hundred percent like something like that really happened, right? Like I, I said this in another like um interview before. But for example, like if I'm saying like highway. It could mean like just katipunan, de But I'm not gonna mention katipunan, diba? Yeah. Like I just play around with the lyrics. So like, yeah, I just like try and get creative as much as possible. Um, but I try and make it as genuine as possible. Na parang it really came from me. Because I noticed that parang yeah, definitely. Like when when I make songs, I really try my best to, uh, like make it from the heart and make it something like that. Not not. I don't like making it like an output. Na parang I'm literally just writing lyrics and producing it, right? To like make it like sound nice. Like I, I like I like to, trying to put a story to it.
0: Yeah. And your your whole process like making making songs like writing the lyrics. How long does that usually take? Oh, that's that
2: that that one. I I really can't answer. Some songs, talaga, they just come to me, talaga. Um,
1: yeah.
2: I'd say uh, there was no there's no like automatic solution for me because there are some songs they take forever to make and then like they pop off and then there are some yeah. songs na, uh I made like really fast and then in my head I'm like oh this is so good and then when I listen to it again and then when I like edit it I'm like oh, sh- shit it's, uh, it's not that good like you know <laughs> what I mean like para, yeah, yeah. I'm critiquing my own work so yes, I think that's good I think yeah overall I'd say the most it can really take up to six months. Like, that's the longest I worked on a song. Because, sometimes, some other songs have more meaning than others, in my opinion. Like, just just because of what I'm writing about. Like, so I really want to make it perfect in like, what I'm trying to say. And then there's some other songs that I just said, like, it just came to me. So, I just like, just, I don't know. I had like, a spurt of emotion at like, 3 a.m. And then I'm just like, working on it to like, the sun rises. And then I'm like, oh, it's done. Like, I
0: yeah.
1: Going back I think it's to like,
0: okay, go ahead.
1: Yeah. Going back to what you said a while ago, how you know how you come up with songs and it's mainly from, you know, experiences. So would you say that, you know, going out or meeting people, doing, you know, whatever, going to bars, clubs, parties, I guess, you think that like plays mm. a big role in being a music artist? Because of course it like it's <laughs> it's what generates your ideas, Diva. Right? Yeah. Uh I think just like aside from
2: like just like drinking and stuff like that, I wouldn't say like that's like the main thing. It's just more of like interaction, honestly. Like yeah. um I like I like um just taking inspiration from like everyday things. So that's what it is. And um something I learned also is that the things that I listen to are and the things that I watch are like the biggest inspirations also. Like if I don't have that opportunity to like, you know, go out, stuff like that. Like, watching a bunch of movies and uh, making my own Spotify playlists is, like,
0: something that really helps me make music. I actually like what you said a while ago. Like, um, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, you said, like, whenever you feel emotion, you put it, you try to make it into a song and stuff like that. You, yeah. That's what you do. I think that's really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Like, what, what Zach and I do, like, whenever we feel, like, any type of emotion, we just go to the gym. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just like, like bro, true.
2: I was I, I was a I was a gym freak also back back in the pre-quarantine days. So I I kind of got lazy <laughs> now. So I just play Valorant. That's my gym. Valorant's my gym now. <laughs> but yeah, um, like I'm 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 kind of a weirdo. Like like mid class or I don't know, like mid outing. Like I'll just bring out my phone and then I'll open my notes and then I'll take down something that. Oh, this could be in a song. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like I'll just like write something down for future reference or like I'll have my voice notes in handy. Now if I think of something while I'm driving, or if I think of something like fresh out the shower, like I'm just gonna record it and I'll save yeah. it for later. So like sometimes like during the weekends, like I'll open my phone and then I try to like if I, I'm really trying to make a song, I'll like l- like look through it because a lot of times like I don't have a specific idea. I just have like a bunch of things that I think, oh, maybe I can use this in like the next thing I make.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Regarding to the the songs that you release, because I'm sure there are a lot of people now who want to, you know, uh, write a song and maybe produce it. But then I know that mm -hmm. there are a lot of factors that come into play, especially if you want the song to like, you know, pop off or like go viral. So would you have any advice for that? Or it's really purely just, you know, like, luck i guess mm. yeah um i think
2: like for someone who really wants to start off um i have like a few tips it's called uh looking for an aggregator an aggregator is like someone that acts as your like label so for example you want to release something on spotify but you don't have a label so what you do is like you look for an aggregator online there are a bunch of like tune core distrokid those are like certain names lang. And then you pay like a one-time fee. It's like $10. And the $10 will give you like a partnership na one whole year, your song is on Spotify regardless. So like one year, your song's on Spotify for $10. And then all your streams will go to you. Like 100% of your revenue will go to you. So like that's just the only way you'll make money lang. So like to give you like a rough estimate of like how much money you can make off of Spotify. It's like... It's literally just like one dollar per one thousand streams, roughly, like oh, plus wow. minus pa. So it's very yeah. small, and that's if you're that. That's if you're lucky. Like some some months, I don't know how it works, but some months it's like point five dollars per one thousand or whatever. So like it's like YouTube,
0: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, definitely. Like you know that, um, and you know there's so many videos online on understanding the algorithm. So it's not necessarily luck, talaga. But honestly, there is a bunch of luck involved, like. What I can say for myself, what really helps me is just have all your friends, like all your all your people, just share it on share it on their IG stories. That really goes a long way. Like if you just want to get started as an artist and you don't want to invest in like Facebook ads, like you know, ganun, then just just have your friends, as many people as possible. Share it on like IG and uh whatever. Like, or if you have like famous friends, connections like that. Just tell them to like, you know, shout it out, stuff like that. That really helps. So yeah. I think that that's like a small trick, I guess.
0: Yeah. When, when you tell your friends to share your music, do you also ask them for feedback? Like, do you ask them to criticize you?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually have like a small group of friends now. I send it to them before I release it. So like, there's like a small group that I I just send them the drafts stuff like that. And I really think that um i really rely on them also to like tell me if it's good or not like i'm one of those people that i really have to have my friends like it first before i release it because like, i mean they're I also have, the ones yeah. that are
1: gonna listen to us
2: yeah yeah, yeah ex- exactly like because yeah. sometimes the wrong mindset is like what will everyone like i don't know like um i've done it before like i overthink a song and then i think oh what's what's uso now ba? pero Like, what I realized, and maybe like for some of you listening, like if you want to get into it, it's not always about what everyone likes. It's about like what your quote unquote fan base likes. So, like, if you want to grow your fan base, then you give your fan base originally what they want or what they like listening to. And then it'll just grow. Like, there will just be more people that are into that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, for example, I want to make like a trap beat, right? I want to like make hip hop songs. Is that is that like what my fan base likes or is that like just what's pop in general, right? So like, yeah. do I really go into that route? Yeah, like that.
0: Yeah, and at the end of the day, I think if you keep growing your fan base, they're the ones who are also gonna spread it around. They Definitely.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of interesting because uh, like from like when I started to now, like I still don't like calling it like, oh, I have fans. But like, I just realized like, if, if I just like take like an out, uh, like like if I just look at it like in a timeline perspective, like gabe, like the amount of like DMs I have now compared to before, like the amount <laughs> of people I share it. But I, I, sometimes I forget. Sometimes I forget. Like oh, like bro, like it's still really weird. Like if like I am in a mall or like if if, if I've like in like um uh, an event and then like in a Papa picture or something like that. Like I I still like oh this is weird. Like huh? <laughs> huh? Like, Did
0: you have any crazy fan experience already?
2: Oh yeah. Okay. Uh <laughs> Bro, this for me, all okay, right. this is the weirdest one. This is the weirdest one. Because okay, it's inside okay. Ateneo. Exciting. Ateneo, huh? <laughs> so, I, I was in I was in JSEC. Okay, I was eating. And then, it was like Monday. And then, there was like this person uh parang upper batch. Like, super sketch. Like, just like, walked up to my table and then stopped moving. And then, staring at me. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> and then, <laughs> I noticed later on, I just like shrugged it that aside. I was like, maybe not looking at me. I was talking to my friends. If you guys don't see the ones on the podcast, like the her phone was out. Like it's like okay. recording. I was like, what the hell? That I there nothing, yeah, that's a girl. I thought there was nothing wrong with it. But like it was the whole week,
0: bro. Like
2: <laughs> she was doing it. Was the, the whole week. week. It was the whole week. <laughs> and then the last day of the week. She went up to my table and I was like, "Hello, hi to me." Like full <my> name.
1: <laughs>
2: I, I was kind of creeped out, no lie. And then like it later on went to like, she messaged my personal Facebook, like after that, and then she sent me a video of her doing Baby Shark like, oh, just- <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is happening? Yeah, Upper Batch sending me a video of Baby Shark. I was like,
0: oh. of her like, doing Baby so- Shark?
2: Yeah. Like,
0: bro, that's the weirdest. That's the weirdest. That's the weirdest. Guys. Maybe yeah. she's an ultimate fan, so. Yeah. Or a creep. More of a creep. I'm sorry.
2: Like, I'm sorry.
1: Okay, so, you know, since we're talking about fans, are there other ways that you get to interact with your fans? Because I'm pretty sure you need to, you know, be loyal yeah. to your fans and be able to, you know, communicate with them to see that, okay, uh, Timmy Albert, you know, cares about the people listening to him.
2: Yeah, um, I think I'm I think I'm very nice to my fan base because as much as possible, I'll try and reply to every DM. Like I'm I'm really like I'm kind of masipag in that aspect. now. if I get a DM, I'll try to react. them like i don't like i don't like snobbing them because a lot of them are like from the start you know what i mean like a lot of them like yeah since my first song they're the ones who react or share it so as much as possible i really don't snob because i feel like you know if i if i don't have them i have no career (laughs) like yeah so i really i really really try and keep them like at the top of my mind that i try and like pay my respects as much as possible yeah
0: yeah it's like like for any celebrity or influencer or artist, it's your friends like who actually help grow yourself. Like they help you develop yeah. also. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I wanna I wanna go back to your um making original songs and your experience you get those from you know past access. Are you in a relationship right now?
2: Yeah, right now I'm in a relationship. It's all happy, happy, you know. It's all but lovely, do you still lovely.
0: make f- for past access?
2: Yes, I do. Yes, yeah. I do. <laughs> you know, I'm lucky enough though that my girlfriend's cool with it. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, she's okay with it. Like, and I tell her in like, oh, this song's about like this experience, you know. Like, that. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I don't know, like, I'm just lucky enough that My girlfriend's like, she's like, you know the term tropa, right? She's really tropa. Like yeah. she's yeah. like one of the boys, also. So yeah, like yeah. if I if I joke around it like borderline, like she might get hurt she'll just laugh about it naman. like <laughs> yeah like oh this song's not about you For, uh, like my guy friends will tease her about it but like she's cool with it like she's chill yeah. like, it's like, true that um,
0: she's support yeah they're support yeah 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 cause
2: uh, like bro my sad songs are not about her naman. My, sad, my sad songs are like about other people and then like if there's a sad song releasing she already knows it's not about her so at least yeah. right like it's yeah. not like I'm, I'm, it's not like I'm writing a sad song and then I'm like Slow key about her, right? Like the she'll get I think she should get more offended, right? If yeah. I write a sad song about her. So yeah, it's like that. <laughs> it's fine. Have you,
1: have you written any songs about this girlfriend of yours?
2: Yeah, my girlfriend um is the reason why I have love bug. Oh. I have feelings. Yeah, those two, those two are about her. And oh, there's an interesting thing. Like if you look at like feelings, the cover art. Of my song feelings, the one that's all caps feelings. Like it's really small and it's in the bottom right of the picture. She's there. Like it's me and her in the bottom. Like not that many people Aww. see it. But yeah, I like that was like that was my like, oh, this is really my girlfriend now, guys. Like, deal with it. You know, that was like my yeah. announcement to the world that I I I even flex that she's on my like my cover art and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm not shy you, about
0: it. You don't tell people it's there.
2: Yeah, I, I, like, I like making people, like, like, they'll just message me, like, what the, f-? that's Tisha pala? Like, it, they'll be like that. Like, that's your girlfriend? Like, I didn't notice. Like, it's like, a, Analang. it's like an Easter like egg. Like a playful, like, yeah, yeah, for you. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. But I won't be like, oh, guys, here's my, I, I won't, like, say it, like, bluntly, like, oh, she's there, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you, like, for, since you're an artist here in the Philippines, do you have future collabs like, do you have any planned ones?
2: Right now, there are like zero plans, like zip. Like, I, I, like, I, you know, uh, I'll tell you guys something. You know, the hang soon, right? You, uh, you'll never actually hang out. Yeah. 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 Hang soon. <laughs> For artists, it's collab tayo soon. That's their hang soon. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's, that's our hang soon. <laughs> but it doesn't
0: happen. If you end a
2: conversation <laughs> with a fellow artist, it's always collab soon. Like, but you have zero plans. Like, you, have, you, you sent them nothing, right? But you'll just say collab soon. But, like, me, kasi, like I always started everything independently on my own. So, ola, like, I, I'm never reliant on, like, another person for music or another artist for music. So, that's just a personal preference. But I'm always open to it, I always say. Like, I'm really open to it. It just has to have, you know, a plan and a mutual interest on, like, a song, you know? So, um... Like that's the only reason why I never had any like features in my songs is because yun, yeah, I can do it all by myself. And I'm just really trying to prove to me at most, like not to anyone else, but just to me personally. Na, I can really grow myself into a certain artist before I have collabs or before I quote unquote piggyback myself. You know, I, I don't wanna I don't wanna be that type of person that uh people talk about me because I you know, I, I jumped wagon on a certain artist right? and then I got my yeah. fame from there. So yeah, that's just, you know, a personal preference. But I think I made it to a point. Now I can collab with anyone na right. because you know I, I defined my you know my Love discography. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know. So if you were to you know collaborate with any local artist in the Philippines, who would it who would it be and and why?
2: Ooh. That's a good one. Well, someone I really look up to, and he knows this, is Fern, Fern Tan. Fern Tan. Oh, I
0: think yeah. he, he lives here in the village.
2: Solid. Yeah, I actually, um, I got a bit closer to him for a while, start of quarantine, because we played Warzone like every night. <laughs> so we were just playing COD. But you know, when I when Valorant came out, that's when like <laughs> I stopped playing COD and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I always like, um. I always look up to the artists who are like kind of similar to me, and um, you know I I, I want to collaborate with them in the future. So that's Fern, um, Zach Tabudlo, who's also like a really big artist now. He's the one who um, released Binibini um, Bini and like the mm. I don't know if you heard the the TikTok trend now. The one it's like it's a song like the. <laughs>
1: Like I, think I, like, I think I hear that. I think I that.
2: Yeah, but yeah. that... Like, he's super, like, big time now. And, like... Oh, we were talking, like, back then. Because those two guys, including me, were all on, like, the same online performance before. Like, in quarantine. So, like, you know, we were all, like, in the same place. And, like, we're all, like, doing our own things. But, like, I'd be super G to, like, collaborate with one of them now. Um, yeah. And then in terms of, like, uh, female artists, you know, there's, like, Tala. Um... Diamante, like, uh, there, there are a lot of artists, like, I'm super open to, like, collaborating with it. just has to be, like, in yeah, I'm very specific on, like, it has to be a song that we both agree with. Because I don't want to just collaborate with an artist just because of, like, how good the numbers yeah. will be. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. So, it has, to, it has to have meaning also. Uh, and yeah, like, in right. No future plans talaga in general, but it just has to be right. It just has to be right. Talaga.
0: What about internationally? Have you thought about that? Oh. Internationally. Uh
2: my dream collab. Internationally. Uh I think internationally it'll just be like the people I look up to. Like, like it's far-fetched, but like, you know, I have to say, like Jeremy Zucker, love, you know, those type yeah. of guys. I don't know if you guys listen to Joan, but Joan yeah. is another group that I like. Uh Joan, they, they kind of popped off recently. Uh, but yeah th- those artists you ma, indie, um borderline pop nah they just you know making noise and i'm super open to that uh internationally but yeah of course like if i want to just say like top of my head who do i want to collab with like the the weekend you know <laughs> something like that but, you know, that's, yeah. that's 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 maybe in like soon, soon. 20, 2025 you know <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: just because you you sang a while ago, I'm I'm just curious. What do you have any favorite lyric that you wrote, and maybe what's like the meaning Ooh, behind
2: that's it? Nice. That's nice. I like that. That's a good question. Well, top of my head, something like that really was Fred. Like when I was early stages of writing, um, I think like the song. What song is that? Heartbreak Vacation. It's it's not that big. It only has eighty one thousand streams. But um, I've heard of that. I had the I, I had a line. Parang you asked me where we're going or what's the plan. So I took you to a party in my black sedan. Like that was that was one of the ones I was super like oh it rhymes
1: it rhymes <laughs> 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 you know. Yeah. But
2: um, in terms of, like big lyrics. I think I'm really proud about like just in general roses and sunflowers how it came out because. Parang, I just really wanted the mood to be really killing and sweet the whole time. And then there's so many like people retweet or like they co-tweet, you know? So yeah. like just roses and sunflowers. Like you're a flower that's blooming every season was spring. I fell in love with your roots, the whole you everything. So like I just played around with the like what a flower is and like a rose and the roots and stuff like that. So I think those two lyrics are what I was most proud about. Uh, I'm trying to think of other ones. Uh, I think just this, just the songs that I just like throw my heart out at it. Those are the yeah. ones like when I'm not too worried about, you know, what other people will say or like if they're gonna read into it too much. I think those are the ones that they end up turning out really nice because you know it came it came from the heart. I I I'm a sucker for that. Like I really like trying my best to make it come from the heart. Talaga. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm sure a lot of people, you know, um, love love your story and they gain a lot of insight from this. So let's talk about more about giving the ones who are aspiring to be artists some advice. So for for the for that, what qualities do you think make up a good musician or artist? Mm, that's a good that's a good one. I think you
2: know, all artists are different, but what i can tell that the ones who are really big or who really have like a feature in it it's just the confidence and it's not like blind confidence it's the confidence that it 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 goes back to like even if you even if it doesn't do that great right like even if your next song doesn't do great like it doesn't it doesn't dishearten you so i mean this type of industry it's not for everyone right like you're literally like, for me, my name, my real name is my artist's name, right? Yeah. So, if someone doesn't like Timmy Albert's music, they're saying they don't like me and my music. Exactly. Right? It's connected. Yeah. So, I think it's just that confidence and it's like that tough, thick skin like and kind of stubbornness. I think being stubborn is a good thing. So, I'd recommend, you know, just having that confidence, having that thick skin, being a bit stubborn, just so... If people give you no's over and over, like it doesn't dishearten you and you're still listening to the voice in your head and you're still believing that you can make it. Cause there are a lot of times, na parang, you know, if your song doesn't do good or if you're kind of lost, you can't seem to write anything for like months, which happens to me a lot, like during the quarantine. Like personally, um, I released um an EP, which is a shortened album. I released an EP back in October of last year. Or last, last year. Last year. And then, you know, I threw out, like, the first time I, I released, like, three new songs at once. Or four. Three new songs at once. And then, like, literally right after that, I was so drained out na parang I took a break. A big break. And then, now I'm finally, like, making new songs again. Like, I have, like, three-ish drafts, new songs. But, like, it really took me, like, I really needed to take a break because parang I, I had no more words. You know? I had no more ideas. So yeah, it's just it's just that mental capacity to like always tell yourself now you're fine and always tell yourself that you can make it. So yeah, that's what I'd recommend. Because not any not everyone can do it.
1: Yeah, I think that um taking breaks is really important for artists. Cause I also noticed like a lot of you know international artists, they'd make an album and then the next time they release is like years or something or like when is this eternity yeah when is he gonna release so I think yeah that break is really important
2: yeah and just to add like I really think they have to be I don't know what the perfect word is but I can just describe it like they have to be yeah they have to be true to this themselves because the the only way you can like make it big is if you're original right and I guess that originality is what really sparks other people to listen to you, right? Like Spotify is so crowded, like there's so many people like doing the same thing or there's so many people like trying to emulate another artist that you just have to find that originality and that, you know, unique type of person that you want other people to like click on your music, right? Or like just keep following you. Yeah. So, yeah, just like being original is like, siempre, like not everyone can be super original, but yeah, just Honestly, like you just have to be yourself. Like that's yeah. the biggest difference, I guess. And that's my biggest like advice also is to be yeah. yourself because you know you're only you're your own artist. Yeah.
0: You can't be like a, a Me Too product. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 Definitely. If you could change anything in the music industry, because you've been there for a while now, is there anything you want to change? Oof
2: is a hot so let's, take. Let's say I um, have all the
0: power to change something.
2: Okay, <laughs> I'd say I I want TikTok to have less of an influence on the music industry. Because yeah. right now it's changing the way everyone's thinking. That's true. If you look I agree at that if also. you look at if you that. look at Drake songs, no, I just look at like look at the idea before. Songs used to be three minutes forty five seconds, right? Yeah, yeah. That was the template. Close to four minutes. Now. Almost every song is like two minutes na lang. Like it's TikTok. literally like verse chorus verse chorus. Yeah. Like the whole thing is changing because of TikTok. And like nowadays, even like the higher ups are like the way people think is like they have it has to be TikTok relatable, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: Um, like I wouldn't say it's a bad thing, naman, but like if I were to change it, I just I just say na parang, I'm not I'm not hating on TikTok because you know I'm super a fan of TikTok now. I was a hater before, but like I love TikTok now. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it just has so much of an influence now. Na parang
0: right.
2: I wouldn't say I'm not saying that all TikTok songs are bad, right? But like the really good music, if before it wasn't being heard, now all the more it's really hard to hear it, right? But yeah. you're not gonna find like like think of Coldplay nowadays. Right. Like if Coldplay was late they wouldn't be as big as they are now. Because, <laughs> you know, you, you don't think about, like, a TikTok trend Nah, you're thinking about, like, a Coldplay song. Right? Yeah. You, like, you don't think about that. But so, yeah, I'd say if I were to change something, it would just be the platforms. like, Or maybe just the way that other artists are marketed. Like, they just have to, like, change the way that people think about what a good song is. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's it's really vague, but like that's just my take on it. Like yeah. it just has there has to be a line. Like there has to be somewhere yeah. like it can meet. And who knows, right? There's still so much time. Like it's a fresh app and stuff like that. There's still so much opportunities for like you know, it to find the middle
0: ground. So yeah. Yeah. And even like songs like um like really good songs from really good artists and it's on TikTok. People are going to be like, "Oh, that's a TikTok song." Yeah. People yeah. <laughs> They already yeah. label it as a TikTok song, right? like, yeah,
2: It's not like a song. It's a song. TikTok yeah.
0: song.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know how, like, mm-hmm. TikTok, usually people choose these specific songs because, you know, they can dance to it or the, yeah. Lyric, yeah. Or the lyric matches with, like, what they're doing, right? yeah. Was there ever a time where you thought, okay, th- there's a big um opportunity in TikTok? Did you ever, like, try to, you know, make a song that can boom in TikTok? Or do you always decide to just... T- Trust in your path and just go with Yeah,
2: it. so yeah, there, there it is. So like my EP, it was in the back of my head. I released it last October. So like I actually tried to make it like TikTok relatable. The song was called Hurts. And then that's the one of that my choruses is just, like, I know right now it hurts, hurts, hurts. Like yeah. So yeah. I actually had like some of my TikTok influencer friends like make a TikTok about it and then like use it as their you know, what you call this, like, their background music and stuff like that and then try and make it a trend. So, you know, it didn't really work out the way I was, like, envisioning it because right? I don't really know, I didn't know much about TikTok then. And uh, I was just trying to make, not man trying to make a TikTok song, but I was just trying to make it relatable to TikTok. So, yeah, so that's what happens, right? The power of TikTok, now it's at the back of, like, even, like, in the arts heads, right? <laughs> like, just to, like, try and make it relatable. So. Yeah, now, like going back to your question, I think what I found is now what works for me and what works for my audience is not trying to be like super massa appeal or not trying to be like super pop, but yeah. just making a song that I know my audience and I like because that's what will eventually like pop. Because like if you look at like Roses and Sunflowers, when I was making it, I didn't think that would be I, honestly, I didn't think that was going to be my most streamed song because that was like a song that I literally made in like 30 minutes. <laughs> like okay. versus like every everything else that I made, those took more time. So like yun, yeah, that goes back to like how, how do you think about a song that you make? Just don't, for me, like my advice to everyone is just don't overthink your process na lang. Like the process if you're making it, there's a reason why you're here or there's a reason why you'd like to be an artist. Like, just be true to yourself. I'm just going back to it. Like, just make genuine lyrics, genuine production, and like, like, stick to what you're good at. Diba? Yeah. Don't try and like, don't try and like, expand too much na parang you lose yourself in the process because I think your audience will realize na parang you're not being genuine anymore or you're, you're trying to change yourself too much Nah, they won't listen to it. Na. So yeah. Yeah.
0: For, so- for someone who wants to hone their craft, like, they want to be a better artist, what suggestion would you give to them? Like, should you practice singing more, play an instrument?
2: Yeah, definitely. I think that really goes back to learn how to produce yourself, period. Like, if you if you produce on, like, a, even on a small level, your music will just be faster and your music will just sound nicer. Like, you know, that's, I think that's kind of the evolution also of my sound. So I think people can like take a book from like, take a page from my book Nah, when I say, I learned production literally a year after, like a year after I released my first track. Like my first few tracks were like, it didn't sound too nice in my opinion, if I compare it to now. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say like, apart from learning a basic instrument, because. Guys, like, honestly, I don't know if that many people know it. I don't know how to play piano. I self-taught myself to play guitar. I've never had music lessons. Right? So, like, those are, like, small things. Bro, I just, like, look at YouTube. And then I learn small things on how to produce. And, like, you know, like, YouTube is, like, the best place to, like, learn how to produce, learn how to do an instrument. So, like, I, like, equip myself with, like, the most basic things for me to just, like, make a song right so yeah I'd say just keep learning na lang. like keep learning on how to like do basic things na on, on the computer para you're not dependent now on like because there's so many artists na they have to go to the studio to record they have to go to the studio to finish a production right yeah so, like you you should have that uniqueness now you can just send it right like if you're lucky enough to be in a label you can send it to the label. You don't have to go there. You can send it and say, okay, this is it. Like, what can we work on? Right. So, yeah, that's why I'm blessed. Like, if you see behind me, like, yeah, you guys, I can see. like, I have everything <laughs> here, Deva. So, like, I can literally wake up or stay up, just be here, go back to my bed. And if there's an idea, I can just run to my computer and then record it. So, like, yeah, my biggest advice would be just to learn, learn how to produce. Yeah.
1: And I mean, if you really want to learn something, then you'll really do. You know whatever it takes whatever can, it takes yeah yeah for you to do that also you know master yeah. your craft yeah. yeah and if you want,
0: if you want to hone your craft everything's in your laptop like it's in the internet if you want to do exactly something, like, like now's, now's perfect time yeah yeah and especially um, it's quarantine yeah,
2: yeah yeah that's a that's a good point like going back to like how how am i coping in quarantine like me i just uh in quarantine i think i learned more about like vocal production. Before, I was I was kind of basic on that. But now, I, I kind of know a bit more about how to produce like proper vocals for a track. So, you know, I don't want to get too much into it because, right? like it's like artist terms. But, it's just really just like learning and not being content. Like, I'm the type of person and I hope if I can give more advice to people listening, never be satisfied. Like, like, like Zach earlier, right? you told me to, like, list down my accolades. And like, on the top of my head, I don't have that, right? Because I I don't like thinking about like, what I've accomplished yet. Because in my head, I'm nobody yet. Because I have this, like, I have this picture in my head and where I want to be. So, yeah, I hope everyone else who wants to be kind of like me or wants to be, you know, sort of successful in whatever
0: they do, just don't be satisfied. Just don't like don't get. comfortable. I think that's really good advice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We actually have a question from a follower at the clubhouse. It's from Zia Barreto. and she said, "What's your creative process like?" Maybe someone mm-hmm. can also try doing that.
2: Okay, okay. So me, I, I, it's very different from other artists because I'm more I'm more um, comfortable on the guitar than the piano. So a lot of times, my creative process is just sitting down on my couch guitar in hand, voice notes on my left, click record, and then play random chords and sing random lyrics. And then if there's something that sounds nice to my head, then I save it for the future and start writing off of that. So it can be as simple as like spending time with yourself and uh, you know, just playing your playing your instrument and then like later on writing the lyrics. Cause my my process is um chords first, lyrics later there are hmm. other people who are like lyrics first right? and then they like make a production that fits it but like me yeah. I find it easier to just like play out some chords first and then fill it in with lyrics like have an idea in a man like you can have a topic like heartbreak and then you you find you find your guitar and then you think of chords that are like sad stuff like that and then you add it on so yeah that's what I'd recommend as because that's my process.
0: I actually like what you said because everything you just said goes back to being yourself, being original.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause uh yeah. like don't kid yourself, man. Like if you're not if you're not a good producer or like you're not the next level producer, then you know, don't start off with like a whole template of like layers on layers on layers with no lyrics yet. Diba? Like if you're if you're a songwriter at, at first, then start with the lyrics. Like if you're good with lyrics, start with the lyrics. So yeah, uh, just just stay true to yourself. Like whatever fits your mood, then go for it. Like don't don't Google how to make a song, cause everyone else has their own idea, own opinion.
1: So with all that you know, you've said, and I've seen how much you've grown as a person, especially in the music industry, um, the Clubhouse. We're just curious to know what are what are Timmy Albert's future plans. What's next? Their, for you. Yeah, where do we see Timmy Albert, you know, <laughs> five years from now or something? Okay.
2: Uh right now, I think I can't say, but uh, okay, okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> exciting, exciting. I see, yeah. I see. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I'm that type of guy. Uh I don't give that much hints, but when the go signal is there and stuff like that. I get too excited that I give so many hints. So, uh <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd say I'm working on songs that go back to what everything we we're talking about. Na parang I have to stay true to myself. I have to work on what I know I'm good at. So I have songs that I'm really confident will do well because, parang I didn't have that many people in my ear. You know what I mean. And I think for the future, um, you just you guys have to wait long because. Um, to be honest, I'm finishing my thesis in college. I'm just getting ready to get the hell out of here, you know. <laughs> yeah. And um, what I can say is that um, I don't know if that many people know this, and you know, your podcast will know this now is that I'm gonna go full time music. Like I'm I'm gonna when I graduate, I'm gonna love that literally, I'm literally gonna chase my dreams That's and like die no training. Yeah bro like that's Supposed it support. like i think yeah if that's if, yeah yeah if that's if that's what like um i have to say what's in it for the future literally like as an artist i don't know but at the same time you'll find out soon enough because like i'm working talaga like in the silence like behind playing valorant every day behind <laughs> submitting modules every night yeah. i'm 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 yeah, i promise my fan base i promise you guys Nah, i'm going to work for it yeah, and I'm oh, sure yeah.
0: everyone, everyone listening in the clubhouse and all our followers will also support you. So yeah, we're all right there. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Do you is one
1: of your goals to um, go big internationally, or you want to focus on the Philippines?
2: That's actually that's a really good question. Huh? A, <laughs> there are so many. Yeah, that's a big question. There's so many classes, right? It even depends on your label. It even depends on like your I don't know your marketing plan. Now, there are some people who are like, okay, your songs have been reaching... Like, for example, if I talk about myself, like the max monthly listeners, monthly listeners is a good like determine, determining factor on if you're doing good as an artist. Because that means like consistently people are listening to you, right? The most I made is like 110,000 monthly listeners. And right now, I'm at 82,000 and I haven't released anything for a while, right? So it's still good. And then a lot of people will be like, oh, do you make a Filipino song? Maybe that will, like, grow your audience, right? Or yeah, yeah. if you're thinking a different way, do you target um, your English songs, but you promote it closer to Thailand, to Indonesia, to Malaysia, right? That's smart. That's, that's a different approach. And I I'm pretty sure both work, right? But it's just up to what you want to do. And honestly, what I want to do is more of a global approach, right? Because I know that my songs can cater to like international.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. But not that
2: many people can do also. So yeah, and uh, I'm glad that you mentioned it because like there are a lot of people who are like, um, oh, maybe you should make a Filipino song. And <laughs> going back to myself, staying true to myself, if you hear my English, I don't think I'm that good at Filipino, right? <laughs> like, so, like, like making a Filipino song might not be the best approach. But at the same time, like you mentioned earlier, if it's a collaboration, then we can start talking, right? If there's someone who's good at it and I want to work with that person who's good at it, then by all means, I'll make a Filipino song. But if it's to my craft, right? To, like, what I'm doing, maybe not. So my focus guys is just Um, expanding my audience from Philippines to whatever's closer. Because I can look like, you know, one hour flight, three hour flight radius. That's where I I can try and push my music. And um, I think I've been slowly doing that because like more and more I have, like um, if you search on YouTube, like uh, roses and sunflowers, there's a a Thailand sub, like like, um, subtitles of Thailand lyrics. So like, I didn't even do anything with that song and it reached Thailand and there's like a translation now online. So wow. yeah, just like that, keeping the same work ethic, talaga na just not being close-minded, that will really help. So yeah,
0: yeah end, and I like think,
2: global. My answer is global. Yeah. yeah, And
0: I think for those also aspiring to be artists, I think you guys, like a, gr- a great advice would be to actually plan where you want to <laughs> yeah. end.
2: Yeah, bro. Something- don't be like me. Don't be like me. Also, sometimes I have zero plan. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm lucky enough, now. Like, I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause, like, my sister, um, who's like really good at marketing. Like, sometimes she gives me advice. Cause, um, she kind of understands like how to promote stuff like that. So yeah, you just have to have the right people around you. Also, who will yeah. like if you're not a good planner, have a friend or have someone who's a good planner, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, just expand the Like the more and more you like re- rely less on yourself, on everything outside of music. I think the more and more you'll grow.
0: Yeah, and it goes back to being true to yourself again. Yeah, that's the theme I think for yeah. this uh,
2: interview.
1: Yeah. All right. So I think to wrap it up, you know, I'm pretty sure all our listeners love your music, love your voice and what you do. So maybe you can give you know this episode like a verse or a lyric. Maybe you can sing. Everyone listening now, <laughs> okay. Um, I'll give you a
2: sneak peek to my latest song. How about that? Wow, yeah, all right. Only I only haven't played it. it yet.
1: Exclusive. Exclusive, yeah,
2: I'll share it. Exclusive <laughs> at the clubhouse. Come on, <laughs> yeah, I'll give you like maybe the first 30 seconds. So I'll share my audio, all right.
1: go <laughs> there that's all that's all wow I can honestly your first 30 seconds <laughs> Solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for those yeah. listening you heard
0: it first right here yeah bro <laughs> legit
1: this is the
2: first time
0: okay the first time
1: <laughs>
2: but yeah see i've been working silently you know i've been uh trying my best to like go back to like what i know will work and stuff like that so yeah that also gave me it's like a, it's like a love bug <laughs> part two but you know, yeah, basta, basta. you guys will hear it like in the future this year for sure.
0: Yeah, guys, yeah. stay tuned for some Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, thank you guys for having me today I appreciate it. Yeah, we're all, again, we're here supporting you. Um, We're gonna continue uh, supporting you until the end. So, yeah.
1: Alright, so to end, again, this is the Clubhouse. My name is Zach
0: Pena. And I am Miguel Mendoza. So if you guys like this episode, Share it to your friends, your family, and we're gonna have another very, very special guest next week. So stay tuned, and we hope you like the clubhouse.
1: And yeah, um, maybe Timmy, if you can shout out any of your social media, like where pe- where people can find you.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, um, guys, follow me at Timmy Album on Instagram, um, at Tim Tam on Twitter, and uh, follow my Spotify, please. Thank you very
1: much. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Timmy. Thank you so much, Demi, Thank you much. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys.